Manx Radio Sport. Good evening, welcome to Friday Sport Preview on Manx Radio. Rob Pritchard and the team with you here until 6.30pm as we take the latest look at the sporting action taking place on the Isle of Man this weekend. Coming up tonight... Michael United will aim to close the gap at the top of Division 2 and only three points separate the two frontrunners in the Premier League going into the latest Isle of Man football fixtures. In rugby, a tough task awaits Douglas at home in the Regional 2 Northwest. Vagabonds men's and ladies are both in action and a three-way tyre weights up north in the Manx Shield. And in hockey, all eyes are on the Isle of Man ladies national side who this weekend will be hoping to move a step closer to England Hockey Championship glory. That is all to come this evening. A very good evening and welcome to the latest edition of Friday Sport Preview here on Manx Radio. Over the next half an hour, taking a look at the uh, latest weekly fixtures coming up in football, rugby and hockey across the Isle of Man. And turning our attention to the football side of things first, league fixtures very much back in the spotlight. And for the first time this evening, we'll bring him in. Tony Meppham, very good evening to you. Uh, good evening, Rob. And uh, yeah, another busy weekend uh, ahead and uh, cup games coming up in a couple of weeks. So it's all ding dong and uh, keep looking when the clocks are going to go whatever it is backwards or forwards because then we'll start the night games as well so a lot of football coming up Indeed and uh, I think it's customary at this point given we are still in uh, the uh, depths of the early months of the year to take just a quick look at the weather and it is looking a a little bit rainy tomorrow isn't it? Yeah we've just had a chat haven't we Uh, just looking at uh, what games could uh, struggle tomorrow and hopefully uh, we get away with it because uh, it has been a little bit uh, different the weather this week when I've looked at the weather forecast. So hopefully um, we'll get away with the games because, um, you know, we're getting along quite nicely. We've still got uh, quite a few to play, rearranged fixtures. But uh, once the cup games come, you don't like to lose those because then it causes all sorts of problems. We'll look into this weekend's fixtures then, starting with the fixtures coming up on Saturday from the Canada Life Men's Premier League all the way down to the combination divisions. Games kicking off at 2.30pm with one exception. We'll get to that in just a moment because we're going to take a look at the Canada Life Men's Premier League to start with. And we'll start with one of the ties down south over at Croit Lowry. Russian United up against the Union Mill side, Tony, that are continuing to struggle at the moment. They are struggling, but if you look at the performances of late, they've been scoring plenty of goals and, and doing okay, to be honest with you. It's just that last sort of 20 minutes or so that they seem to be having problems. And against their Russian... Uh, Russian's uh, team has really uh, picked up of late uh, they're playing well they've had uh, one or two sort of players back in but obviously they probably won't play tomorrow for a Davies one um, but it just helps them and I'm pretty certain Andrew Moody the uh, manager of uh, Russian will be hoping uh, to get a comfortable result in this one and Union Mills just need something Rob to try and get them out of that danger zone at the bottom of the table and then out in the west over at Mullen Cloyce and John's United, they're going to be hosting Ramsey. Yeah, it's a big game that, I think, uh, for both teams because uh, Sir John's another squad. I spoke to the manager today, Sam Brown, and saying that the squad is looking pretty good, but the pitch is, um, you know, struggling a little bit and it's one of those that we've got a bit of concern. But the game is on, definitely at the moment. Uh, so we'll uh, see how things go uh, tonight. But Ramsey also have had uh, probably too many games postponed for their liking. It stops momentum. Um, but I think, um, Anthony, uh, they're will have his team out prepared, ready. And I just think they're a little bit too strong for St John's and that's why I'll go for Ramsey. Very well then up north of <clears throat> Andreas Plainfields, Air United. They're currently three points behind league leaders Peel at the moment, but with two games in hand. But uh, they host Laxey this weekend. And Tony, is this the proverbial banana skin potentially for Air United? Well, it could be because uh, you look at the league table and um, just to... Uh, temp fate as well. Eh? United are playing against Peel next week in a rearranged fixture, so um, it is uh, a little bit tricky at the moment for Air. Uh, but 
you know, Laxey again, uh, two defeats with uh, St Mary's. Uh, the w- second one was a little bit uh, closer, but uh, Johnny Palmer's got to get the best out of his team. I've looked at the squad. Squad's looking pretty strong. Um, so you'd expect them to have all their guns blazing on this one. But that pitch is so difficult to play against. I know we've uh, watched some games down there and Air United play it really well. And I'm going to go for Air just to sneak it. Well, we mentioned that these are all 2.30pm kickoffs tomorrow, but with one exception, and it's this one, St Mary's versus Braddon in the Canada Life Men's Premier League. That's an earlier kickoff at 1.45pm over at the Bowl. And Tony, St Mary's in good form, and Braddon, another one of those sides, just still struggling just to get points on the board. Yeah, Alex Harrison's uh, team has done really well uh, since after Christmas. Some great results, scoring plenty of goals, which is important. Owen Canop has been tremendous in front of goal, uh, but against uh, Braddon, they should win it. It's a big pitch. Uh, those uh, small players that uh, St Mary's have got there will find it uh, difficult to break uh, St Mary's down. Uh, so I just think the current form that they've got and just Braddon, you know, with young players there, it's going to be a tough afternoon for them and St Mary's to take victory. Very well, then over at Bala Fletcher, St George is travelling there, not too far for them to go over to Corinthians. No, it isn't, and uh, Corinthians and uh, St George's have always had good clashes, even now where you know Corinthians have lost a few players, and uh, so have St George's as well. Uh, but I've been impressed with the way sort of Corinthians have covered the gaps. You know, when players aren't available, uh, they've been able to bring uh, some of the young players in, and they played really well. Johnny Myers's team, well, again, it's uh, down to selection process, who he's got available. You know, Sean Quay adds a different dimension with Chris Bass and they've got other players in there as well. Uh, but I think uh, St George's and another team need every point they can get. Tomorrow I'm going to go just for Corinthians to take victory. And the final game of the Canada Life Men's Premier League tomorrow is out west and it's the current front runners and defending champions Peel. They're coming up against Moroun. And uh, Tony, is there any sign of a potential upset on uh, Moroun's side of things or do you think Peel will just continue their current rhythm they've got trying to hold off Air United? I think they'll try their best, Peel, but uh, they know that Moran are an awkward team. And, you know, speaking to one or two of the uh, top sides that Moran have played recently, you know, Moran have done really well. Uh, they've got a goal scorer in Carl Hartman up front. Um, You've also seen right the way through Mikey Callister with that hat-trick. Well done on your play of the last round. Uh, but uh, Peel have, have done really well. They've got a steady squad. Reese Oates has made things stronger uh, coming uh, away from the combination side and now getting match fitness. So I think Daniel Bell's team are going to be too strong for them, but don't be surprised if Moran keep it nice and tight against Peel. That's the top flight. Let's look to DPS Limited Division 2 then. We have five games there. Foxdale and Castletown still locked together at the top on points on the table at the moment. Castletown slightly ahead on goal difference. Foxdale, they uh, host Malou, I should say. Castletown, a potentially tricky fixture for them to try and stay on top in this division. They're going to third-placed Michael United. Yeah, they have. And I think uh, with Castletown as well, as long as they can sort of uh, sort it out up front, um, you know, keep uh, sort of everything under control because they've got some really good goal scorers. I noticed one or two of them haven't been playing of late. Defensively um, is where they could have a problem and you know, Michael will be trying to exploit that one but it is nice and tight at the top of the table but Michael United have struggled over the last uh, sort of couple of games. They've not quite had it right and Michael Collett's reports in are saying, you know, it's a, been a bit of a struggle but against Castletown they'll try and make it difficult but I think Castletown will be too strong and the Foxdale against Malou game You'd have to go for Foxdale. You'd only look at the league table. Muller in seventh, Foxdale in second, absolutely flying. Uh, so you have to go with uh, Anthony Corkle's team to win that. 
And let's not forget the other three fixtures, and they are Rams Youth Centre and Old Boys against Douglas and District Governors Athletic. They host Onken, and Jim's host Paul Rose. Yeah, the Rams Youth Centre against uh, Douglas and District, as we've seen um, not too long ago. Douglas and District can uh, mix it with the big boys, and against Rams Youth Centre, they've got a good opportunity. So I'm going to go for Rams Youth Centre just to take maximum points. Governors Athletic against Onken. Onken probably know what's coming in the first half. It's in the second half where Governors Athletic seem to sort of struggle a little bit more. But you look at that league table. Onken have uh, still only played their uh, 12 games. A lot of games uh, to play. I expect them to beat Governors. And uh, Jim's against uh, Paul Rose. Bottom of the table uh, battle, isn't it? Near enough. Uh, Jim's the 10th. Paul Rose are uh, 12th. I'm going to go for Jim's to win. Very well. Let's take a quick look at the combination leagues then. We'll start off with the five games in Canada Live Combination 1 tomorrow. Yeah, and uh, Union Mills against uh, Russian. Russian are climbing up that table very nicely. Uh, so I'm going to go uh, for them to uh, win. Uh, Union Mills are uh, just uh, below them a couple of places. You've got uh, Ramsey against St. John's. Ramsey uh, really want to win this uh, league title. They were so, so vocal uh, when I watched them in a recent game against uh, Corinthians. They want it. So I'm going to go for Ramsey to win. Uh, Langsy against uh, United. Laxey's results have picked up of got some points together so I'm going to go for a draw in that one Braddon against St Mary's St Mary's are on a bit of a free fall aren't they but I'll go for St Mary's to win this game and uh, Moran against uh, Peel I'm going to go for Moran to take maximum points very well and five games as well in DPS Limited Combination 2 yeah Douglas and District against uh, Ramsey Youth Centre I'm going to go for Ramsey Youth Centre and Old Boys uh, Malou against uh, Foxdale be a battle uh, this one but uh, you know Malou maybe might be able to do something in this one. So I'm going to go for Malou just to win. Onken against uh, Governors. I'll go with Onken. Castletown against Michael. A close game. I'll go Michael and Douglas Athletic against Colby. I'm going to go for Douglas Athletic. Those are Saturday's fixtures. And then we do have a selection of fixtures on Sunday. We have three games in the Canada Life Women's League all kicking off at two o'clock. Yeah, back on grass. Uh, Malou against uh, Onken. Um, good battle this one because you have two teams... Peel against, um, or Peel, I should say, in Corinthians. They're your two top sides, but I think uh, certainly uh, Malou and Onken are the next two after that. Douglas Royal will challenge me on that one. Uh, so I'm going to go for Onken just to win it. Uh, Corinthians against Castown. Uh, Corinthians uh, will take victory there. And uh, Peel against uh, Douglas Royal. I'll go with Peel. And last but certainly not least on Sunday, we've got two fixtures taking place at the Bowl in the Masters football. Yeah, in the Masters uh, football, I think we're going to do the cup draw tomorrow night, so uh, we'll see how that one goes. But uh, Onken against Laxey, the two top sides. Uh, Laxey to win, and uh, Governors Athletic against uh, Douglas Royal. If Douglas Royal have got their strongest squad out, I think they'll win it. But uh, I was quite impressed with Governors Athletic last week. I watched them play, some good players in there. So if they haven't, I'm going to go for Governors just to win. Well, those are your fixtures in the uh, Isle of Man leagues across Saturday and Sunday. Well, we've got uh, around a minute or so just to talk about a big game, big game this weekend coming up for FC Isle of Man. FC Isle of Man, who've hit form three wins on the bounce up against the NWCFL Premier Division leaders, Berry, who we believe are once again bringing hundreds of travelling supporters over to the Isle of Man. Tony, it was a fantastic spectacle on and off the pitch, this particular fixture last weekend. How big could this be for both teams this weekend, but also for the supporters home and away? I think it's huge. Uh, let's have a look at FC Alaman supporters first. Okay, eight, nine hundred people travelling. That's uh, brilliant. But I think it's uh, about time that uh, maybe a few of you out there who haven't sort of watched them this year, go watch FC Alaman because I know um, 
one of the games I didn't see that was last week but the other two uh, they've played really well and I think uh, right the way across the board the players are in top form so it'll make for a great game and look at Berry. Yeah, you know, they're one of those sort of football sides that you remember from years ago where they were. So, come on, let's support them. But uh, it's great to see the way it's gone for FC Man at the moment. And if they could get a great run together, Rob, and get into their playoffs, it's a long shot. But if they could, wow, that'd be something special. Bit of a gap to make up there. And uh, th- this particular fixture last season, FC Man ran out 3-2 winners in April 2023. Bury 1-0 winners at Gig Lane earlier in the season. The fact that it was such a, a narrow margin, do you think that might give Paul Jones and his players some extra encouragement along with their recent results? Well, it is. And uh, the thing is with Bury as well, they're challenging uh, for uh, promotion. They want championship. They want it. Um, so they're going to bring their strongest squad that they've got here. And this is what it's about. When this journey for FC Alaman started, it was all about playing the top sides. This is the top side. This is the side that's going to get back in the league, I'm sure, somewhere along the line. So let's go down and support the boys. Tony Mappen, thank you very much. And don't forget, if you're not heading down to the bowl for this massive game tomorrow, we at Manx Radio have got you covered. Full live match commentary of the NWCFL Premier Division. FC Alaman versus Berry kickoff at 6pm tomorrow night. Full live match commentary on Manx Radio, Crystal Clear, DAB and AM 1368. Manx Radio Sport. Well, this Saturday, another busy schedule in Isle of Man. Rugby is scheduled both on and off the island. Douglas are back at Portashee with a tough task in the regional 2 Northwest, with Vagabonds also on home salt in counties for ADM Lanx Cheshire. Elsewhere, Vagabonds ladies are on their travels in women's NC1 Northwest, and a three-way tie in the Manx Shield awaits up north. Here with the details is our rugby correspondent, Dave Christian. Douglas take on Birkenhead Park at Portashee. one thirty kickoff for that one. Birkenhead Park are the league leaders of Regional 2 Northwest. They've only lost twice. Both of those have been away from home, though, so that gives a little bit of encouragement to Douglas. They've scored more points than anybody else in the league. They're runaway league leaders, so they've got a very potent attack, but their defence is actually worse than Douglas's. I think Birkenhead Park have conceded 350 points in total. Douglas only 317 so it's not that big an uphill task I don't think potentially away from home with a leaky defence Douglas have got a sporting chance at this the other thing to mention of course is that in the earlier leg Douglas away at Birkenhead Park Douglas lost 29-10 now yeah okay they lost by nearly 20 points however when you look at Birkenhead Park's other home results uh, Douglas actually sits quite up there with it so they're not that far away I don't think great front row Cy Hoddenot this week Jack Lockening, Rob Todd, all in there, the big names you'd expect to see. Blake Snell, Connor Golden, second row. Back row as well, Liam Cook, Patrick in at number eight. Uh, Craig McGee on one flank. Carl Martin retains at scrum half. Luke Highland at ten. Out on the wing, we've got Wilfie Kermode on one wing. That's probably a makeshift due to the injuries they picked up in their last away game. I think Douglas in with a sporting chance. However, uh, I've always got to go by the form book. And the form book is telling me that this should be a Birkenhead Park win. Vagabonds, uh, they're at home as well. Kickoff is at one o'clock at Bella Fletcher. They're playing Blackpool. Uh, Vagas got a good strong side out. They slipped up a little bit last week at Birchfield. They lost by a single point, and that's a game I think they should have been targeting to win. One man was missing last week, Daniel Bomwick. He doesn't start this week. He's actually on the bench for Vagas this week, and they're going with the 9-10 combination of Mark Oldfield at 9, Will Taylor at 10. Interesting to see how that goes on. Other than that, Vagas appear to be pretty much at full strength. 
Blackpool down near the bottom of the table and only they've had points taken off them, they would be bottom. So uh, I think Vagabond's got a great chance for that. And that's the game we're going to be covering for Saturday Live tomorrow. Vagas need to win to keep in the promotion hunt. They need to beat Blackpool and I think they will. Vagabonds ladies also in action this weekend. They're away at unbeaten league leaders Liverpool St Helens. No team news as yet out of Bella Fletcher for this one, but uh, league leaders Liverpool St Helens haven't dropped a point all season. They've played seven matches. Uh, they've won all seven. They've actually only conceded 10 points in seven games. So it is going to be an uphill task for Vagabonds ladies. They had a great game last week at Broughton Park. Broughton Park in second place in the table beat Vagabond 60-0 at Bella Fletcher earlier in the season. Vagas came back at 7-5. They were down at half-time. There was only two points in it. Broughton Park ran away in the second half a little bit. But uh, for Vagabonds, that's a great effort. It shows that they're on the up. And hopefully this week, another positive result even though it may not necessarily be a win. Uh, another positive result against Liverpool St. Helens, and they've got a run of home games coming up in March, and we might just see them turn the corner. On paper, has to be a win for Liverpool St. Helens. And finally, the Ravenscroft Bank Shield. It's supposed to be a three-way tie. Ramsey, Western Vikings, and Southern Nomads up at the Murak Park. Everybody plays each other for 40 minutes, and uh, that means everyone gets 80 minutes of rugby. That all gets underway at 2.15 up there at the Murak Park. It's starting off with Ramsey against Western Vikings. Then it will be Ramsey against Southern Nomads, and finishing off with Southern Nomads versus Western Vikings. So 2.15, 3 o'clock, and 3.45. Much will depend on the numbers of players that are turning up, and uh, when we can get things going but should all start at 2.15. On paper Ramsey should be comfortable winners in both matches there's nothing domestic that's been able to touch them this season. I don't think either Western Vikings or Southern Nomads will have the defence that will be able to contain them. Manx Radio Sport And finally tonight, even though this weekend marks a break and the halfway point for local league fixtures in Manx hockey, one of the Alamance senior national sides will be hoping to move one step closer to England Hockey Championship glory this weekend. The Alamance ladies squad head to Merseyside in the last 16 of the England Hockey Women's Tier 2 Knockout Championship on Saturday lunchtime. Our hockey correspondent Ben Cunningham has given his thoughts on how the ladies side could fare this weekend and what's more, I got his thoughts this week on how the local leagues are looking as we prepare to enter the second half of the men's and ladies campaign on Ireland. Well turning things to hockey now and this weekend does in fact mark the halfway point of the respective men's and ladies hockey seasons here on the Isle of Man. Ben, before we get to those leagues, there is indeed hockey action, but it is taking place off-island this weekend. It involves the Isle of Man Senior Ladies National Squad, and they are heading away in England hockey championship action, aren't they? Yep, they're away to Liverpool Sefton in the final round of 16, so we wish them all the best of luck. Coach Jamie Brown will definitely be hoping that they can progress into the uh, next round and hopefully go on to to uh, success like they did last season. The squad, though, is looking really good. Nice, good, strong squad there. And, yeah, a mixture of young and senior players there. So uh, hopefully it'll hopefully be a good result for the island. And what you've mentioned there, it's a mix of both youth and experience in that ladies' team. People talk about, in different sports, not just hockey, about the importance of continuity, making sure that next generation's coming through. And by the looks of it, Ben, would you agree that it seems as though that legacy in Isle of Man hockey is continuing, more young players coming through? Absolutely. Absolutely, and I mean the ladies team got a second team in this season and that was full of lots of young promising players coming through unfortunately they lost out on flicks so they are out of the competition but however the ladies A team which are 
going away this weekend are still in this competition. And of course, as you say, there's lots of young players in there, but you've got the likes of Kim Carney, Zoe Crow, to name a few, all experienced players who've played for the Ireland team numerous times. So yeah, big opportunity here this weekend. Going quite far into this competition as it stands at the moment, going into the weekend, but they also managed that last season as well. Do you think that will have given Jamie Brown and the rest of the players a real encouragement going into this season that they could match what they did last season, but also potentially go even further? Absolutely. And I, I know Jamie Brown very well and he will make sure he gets the most out of the team. He won't be wanting to come away with nothing from this game. He'll want to make sure he comes away with the victory. And of course, the the Represent the Isle of Man proud. Coming up against a, a Liverpool Sefton side, it's always a case for Isle of Man sides in these England Hockey Championship competitions at all levels. But in this case, again, sometimes a little bit of an unknown quantity. Do you think that could be an advantage or disadvantage to an Ireland side going into a game like this? I feel it hap- It just all happens on the day. I mean, it could all just depend on how the team feel on the day. It, you just don't know, really. Travelling across, it is a different level to what is on the island here. It's a lot quicker, it's a lot faster. But these players that are going away are all very well experienced players and I think they're going to do the island proud and I think they'll come away with a good result and hopefully the win. Well, that's the action this weekend. Let's just take a look, given it is the halfway point of the season, at the respective league tables across the Isle of Man leagues. We'll start with the top flight leagues. Vikings A men's and Vikings A women's currently dominating the men's Premier League and ladies Premier League respectively, both in the top spots. Uh, ben, these two Viking sides, how hard are they proving to beat? Can they be matched at the moment? Yeah, well, I mean, both the men's and ladies Vikings A squads are unbeaten so far. I mean, Vikings ladies A had a scare last week Weekend when they played Castown, Castown were leading right until the last moment, and uh, Vikings then found an equaliser with the last touch of the game. As for Vikings men's A, they are proving a force that just cannot be stopped at the minute, and they're looking really strong, scoring plenty of goals. Then let's take a look at the respective Division Ones. Uh, the Isle of Man men's Division One Valkyries B currently topping the standings there, um, just a couple of points clear of Ramsey and Vikings. And in Ladies Division One, Vikings Ladies B top there as well at the moment. What do you make of how the Division Ones have gone so far? Valkyries are looking really good again unbeaten so far Ramsey though are hot on their tails as are Vikings men's B but they these three are all former Premier League sides so are desperately looking to get that promotion back to the Premier League Ladies Division 1, Vikings ladies looking really good. But then, of course, the likes of Ramsey A, Valkyries B and Backers Ladies B, all former Premier League sides. But at the minute, they just cannot find anything to stop Vikings Ladies B. And then looking at the respective men's and ladies Division 2s, it's uh, Backers Colts currently leading the way in men's Division 2 and in ladies Division 2. It's Castletown D leading the way only just. Both sides are ahead, but only just. Of course, Backers Colts and men's Division two only ahead by a win and then in ladies division two castletown d are only ahead by a point so there is still lots to play for in this second half of the men's and ladies season that's just about all we have time for on Friday Sport Preview this week. Many thanks to my guests this week, Tony Meppham, Dave Christian and Ben Cunningham. And just one final reminder, if you're not heading down to the bowl for that big match between FC Isle of Man and Bury, tomorrow night at 6pm, we at Manx Radio have got you covered. Full live match commentary from myself and Tony Meppham on Manx Radio, Crystal Clear, DAB and AM 1368 from 6 o'clock tomorrow evening. This is a game not to be missed. Well, have yourself a wonderful Friday evening, whatever you're doing, and have yourself a wonderful weekend as well. Chris Kinley is here with you next, but from me, until next time, it's bye for now. Manx Radio Sport.